Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to Table Talk for Moms. I'm Camille, and today our conversation is going to be a little bit different than maybe anything we've talked about before, but I feel like it's a topic that as moms we understand and we experience a lot, and I've decided that even though this is something a little different than anything we've talked about before, um, I wanted to share my story with you, and it's pretty personal. I don't share many personal things about my family or um, just situations going on because so much of our lives has been public and I just hold my family so near and dear to my heart that I actually don't share hardly anything about them um, on social media or um, just in general. But this story, I just feel like, I don't know that I need to share it today. So that's what we're going to do. So here we go. Bear with me. And I know the moms will understand um, when when I get emotional telling this story. Even though it's been a little while, it's still like the emotions still bubble up. Okay, so here we go. Last April, so it's been just over a year, it was a beautiful Saturday afternoon. It was finally warm and sunny, and so our family decided to clean out the garage, which is such a huge undertaking because we have four kids, and each kid has a bike and then has all their sports gear and just has um, dirty shoes and just, I mean, you know how the drill goes. Like it's just, it's a huge undertaking to clean out the garage. And so we took everything out of the garage, like all the bikes and all of the different things. And we had it all out in the driveway. It looks like yard sale, but we took it all out and we were sweeping and like spraying out the garage, getting all the dirt out from the winter time. And my daughter, Bryn, who is, she was 14 at the time. Um, my husband has a mountain bike, a big mountain bike, and it's nice. It's actually an e-bike. It's so it's just really fun to ride, but it's big. My husband is a big guy and, and she's not as big as him, but she was just riding his e-bike around the neighborhood, just kind of the little loop, um, around our neighborhood. And she had done it a million times before. And literally this loop is maybe like 20 houses and it just is a little circle in our neighborhood. And so even that day she had ridden this bike around the loop, maybe like 10 times as we were cleaning out the garage and sweeping. And, and while she was waiting on us for the next step, she would just ride it around. Well, this particular time riding the bike around, she happened to slam 
on the super sensitive front brakes of this bike. Um, we don't know why she did. We don't know why she was trying to stop so abruptly, but um, those brakes are so sensitive and it sent the back tire up and over her. She didn't have any time to put out her arms, which would definitely have ended in broken arms. Um, and so she took the brunt of the fall on her face and her nose and her mouth. And it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, the neighbor uh, that saw the crash said it looked like she just blacked out, like she just kind of went limp. And um, she went down head first onto the pavement, took the brunt of the crush of the crash on her head and her mouth. And so um, her little brother was actually riding a scooter not too far behind her and happened to see the crash. And he's a couple years younger than her, but they're pretty close friends. Really, like, they've got a really sweet relationship. And so for him to see her crash was traumatizing, absolutely traumatizing. And he didn't know what to do. And so he took off back home. He left his sister and took off back home to get me or my husband to come help. And so my husband was out in the garage. My son came was like, Brindley's crashed, Brindley's crashed. And so my husband just jumped in his truck and went to um, the, the crash site where it had happened and found Brindley um, in a heap on the ground and um, found one of my cute neighbors who just happened to be outside at that time and happened to see it happen and um, was there just able to pull Brinley and the bike over to the side of the road and was treating Brinley's wounds until somebody could get there. And so it was a lot. It was just a lot all at once. It's crazy how quickly your life can flip upside down. So I sent my family a text and this is the text that I sent them. I just quickly, like we have a big family text that there's texts coming and going all the time. And so I just randomly sent this text to them. It came out of the blue that just said, Hey, Bryn has been in a bike accident. She was riding Jared's e-bike around the neighborhood. And one second she was following or riding around with her brother. And the next thing she was on the ground. And, um, I said, she's lost many teeth and she's got blood all over her head and all over her face. We're headed to the ER right now. And so we took her to the hospital and we ran all the tests, I mean, with a head injury and head trauma, obviously she, um, they took her right back in. And besides trauma to her mouth and her teeth, the only other thing that she had was a broken nose. They ran, they did an MRI, they did a CT scan, they were checking brain trauma, they were looking for internal bleeding because on the outside she looked terrible and they just assumed that there was a lot going on. Um, the bone under her eye, we thought for sure it was crushed because of how quickly it swelled up. And um, But come to find out that bone was just bruised. Um, she didn't even hurt her jaw. She passed all of the concussion tests. Like it was unreal. And we knew her gashes and her cuts and all the wounds would heal. Um, at the hospital, they talked to us about wound care and how to help with the scars. And this cute nurse that was attending to us just 
tried to reassure my sweet 14 year old daughter that, oh, don't worry, honey, there will be laser treatments that we can do down the road to help with the scarring because her face had basically skidded on the asphalt and it was just, it was a mess. She looked bad and we expected the trauma to be worse. And so we were feeling so thankful that it was just really her mouth and her teeth and that broken nose. However, the trauma to her mouth at the time was so severe that there was just nothing they could do. She would have to be toothless for a little while until all the swelling could go down. And what was hard about that was that she had a ton of exposed nerves. Now, for anyone who has ever had an exposed nerve on your teeth or in your mouth, even breathing can be painful because the just the movement of the air over those nerves is so much. And just knowing that she had a mouthful of these exposed nerves and just little tiny remnants of teeth. And it just, oh, it was heartbreaking. But what was so cool is thankfully, well, yes, thankfully, she had got her braces off just a couple of months before this. And so she had a, a full mouth retainer that she could put in and it still kind of fit over where her teeth used to be, which kind of protected her teeth from those exposed nerves or protected her from the pain of having those exposed nerves. So whew, it was just a lot. And what was so funny is I do really well in the moment of trauma. I can handle trauma like when bad things happen, it's almost like I put on this front of like, okay, what needs to be done and how are we going to do it? And I'm okay. Like I can handle it. And I still remember like some of the nurses were like, are you okay, mama? Like, like, cause I was just, I was happy and I was a bee and I was like doing what I could to help. And they were just like, Whoa, like, are you okay? And that's happened to me a couple of different times as I've been through traumatic experiences. Like I am strong in the moment. And sometimes we have to stay strong for everybody around us. And I just remember I wanted to be strong for my daughter, Bryn. But it's in those quiet moments when the day is over and you finally have a moment alone. And that's when I fall apart. It all kind of comes to a head and I think we all have those moments where we're going through something really hard and we try to stay strong but we have the, that moment where it all kind of comes crashing down and I remember being so thankful that it was worse than it was I remember being thankful that she didn't have brain trauma that she didn't need surgery that her skull hadn't been crushed. The crazy thing was too, because she was just riding around our neighborhood, she didn't even have a helmet on. Like it could have been so much worse. And so I remember being thankful that it wasn't worse than it was. But I was also so afraid for what the future held. Would she have teeth and mouth pain for the rest of her life? Like, how are we going to fix her mouth? She doesn't have teeth. She is missing so many teeth. Is she in pain tonight? What food can she eat until she has teeth or until her swelling goes down? Um, I just remember thinking like, 
all this, the scarring and the cosmetic look of her face. She's 14 years old and suddenly she is going to be Scarface for the rest of her life. Like the weight that we carry for the ones that we love as moms, it's heavy. Oh, it's so heavy. And I just remember saying that night in my prayer, God, where are you for my Bryn? She needs you. Where are you for her? So, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The next day was Sunday. And what was fun about this Sunday was that in our religion, we hold a semi-annual conference that is broadcast to the members of our church. It's on TV and it's on the radio and it's on YouTube. And um, we, instead of meeting as individual congregations, the entire church around the world listens to the same conference. And we listen to our leaders of the church, both men and women, and they, they share testimony of the Savior. And they, they uplift and encourage and inspire us. And just to have a whole weekend full of people sharing testimony of the Savior, of Jesus Christ, and of God. like It's such a powerful weekend. And so that was the weekend that her accident fell on. And so it was Sunday, and so we got to be at home, and we were watching this um, this worship service on TV. And there was one line that stuck out to me, and it was in a talk given by um, one of our leaders, and his name's Russell M. Nelson. And he just said this, and it was just one line. He gave a beautiful sermon, but this one line stuck out to me, and it said, "Seek and expect miracles." And I felt like that line was for me. I needed to be seeking and expecting miracles. My prayer the night before was, God, where are you? And my answer was, seek and expect miracles. You've got to be looking for me. So if there is anything that I have learned about God over the past few years, it's that he is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. So the miracles that happened in the scriptures, those miracles that happened in crazy Old Testament times, they can and they will still happen today because that's who God is. He's the same yesterday as he is today. And going forward in the future, I can still expect him to show up in miraculous ways. And so when I heard that line to seek and expect miracles, I just told myself, okay, well, I'm going to start looking for those miracles. And here's what's crazy. As soon as I started looking for them, 
they started popping up. On Sunday, I so the day after the accident, I had the thought or prompting or the knowing or just had that mom tuition to call my sister-in-law. Um, my sister-in-law, Erica, she lives about an hour away and she does foot zoning. Um, and what's cool about her, she just has this gift of healing people. She has a gift for helping people to feel seen and feel listened to. And so I had this prompting. I had this thought, like, you should call her and see if she could come down and help Bryn. But it was a Sunday and it was her day off. I didn't want to inconvenience her. So I just let that thought go, which I shouldn't have, but I did. You know, it was so crazy. About an hour later, there was a knock at the door and Erica had showed up. She just showed up. She had a thought, I should go down and help Bryn. She didn't know how. She didn't know what she was going to do. She knew Bryn had been hurt. She also knew Bryn didn't want to see many people because her one eye was completely swollen shut. She couldn't open it at all. Her face was so messed up from her wreck. She was embarrassed. And then she didn't have any teeth. It was just a really hard time. She didn't want to be seen. But Erica still showed up and she just spent the day caring for and doting on Bryn. She dressed her wounds. She held ice packs to her swollen eyes. She rubbed her feet as she rested. She just saw Bryn and just helped her to feel better. And it was just, it was so crazy to me because I had that thought to reach out and I didn't, but God still shows up. So after I had that thought and ignored it, he put that thought on Erica's heart and sent her on down. Just a little miracle. So here's another miracle. Like I was saying, Bryn had just got her braces off. We had just spent a lot of money getting those teeth all straightened and she had just gotten this retainer which was protecting her teeth. It was spring break, the first day of spring break when her wreck happened. So what was so cool, and I guess another little miracle in and of itself, is that she didn't miss any school while she stayed home and healed. There is no way she could have gone to school for those days after the accident, for that 10 days after the accident because of the swelling, because of the pain, because of the wounds. It was wild. So we were grateful that she was able to have that break and, and rest and heal. But because it was spring break, our regular dentist was in Mexico on vacation. Like he should be. Um, and the sweet dentist, he was so great to be calling me from his vacation, but there was nothing he could do from that far away. And I had the thought to randomly call my dentist from my childhood, who is actually in the same city where we live. And by some miracle, this dentist that treated me as a child just happened to have a cancellation on Monday morning. And they just happened to have brought on a new partner who specialized in teeth rebuilding. Is it a coincidence? Good gosh, if it's a coincidence, that's a pretty cool one. I like to think of it more as a God incidence. Like he is just in every detail, even in retainers, even in dentists. Like who would have thought? So here's another miracle. The neighbor that was outside when it happened, she watched Bryn crash and ran to her and pulled her over to the side of the road so that she wasn't in the middle of the street. She stayed with her while 
Britain's little brother ran home to get Jared and I, and she stayed with her until somebody arrived to help her out. She was able to tell us what she saw and what happened. She was able to show us the, um, the site of the wreck and where it had happened. And, and my question was like, why did she happen to be outside right at that moment? right in the very house my daughter crashed in front of. That neighbor just happened to be outside. There were no other neighbors outside that day. Nobody else saw this crash, even though we live in a very active neighborhood where there's lots of kids and people coming and going. And it was a Saturday afternoon. Nobody was outside except this one neighbor who happened to be in front of her house at that moment. Crazy. Another little miracle that we had was um, on Monday morning when we took Brinley in to have the dentist look at her teeth. The swelling was still big and puffy, but we wanted to get her help as soon as possible because that nerve pain was so extreme. And so the dentist asked, hey, do you have her teeth from the accident? And I was like, yes, randomly we do. Um, we had come back to the scene of the accident right after it happened. Cause as we were talking to the people in the ER, they said, if there's any way you can grab her teeth, put them in a cup of milk and bring it with you because there's a chance we could save them. But when we got to the D to the ER, the, the damage was too severe to her mouth. And so they said, no, we're, we can't save them. So don't worry about that. But, um, What's crazy is we still had them. And so the dentist, when we took her in on Monday, he said, well, bring those teeth in because hopefully I can shape them or use them as a mold for when we build her some new teeth. And so we took her, took these little teeth in and he looked at the teeth and he just goes, holy cow, like I can't even use these teeth as a mold. She hit so hard and he held up the teeth for us to see. He said, she hit so hard that she literally compacted her teeth. And he just shook his head and said, I cannot believe she doesn't have brain trauma. I can just like hit me. Like she hit hard. How is she not worse than she is? Um, a couple of days later, later, I sent this text to my friend, um, the friend who happened to be outside um, and, and witnessed the wreck and was there for Brinley right after it happened. And she was actually in our carpool group. And so I told, told her and I sent her this text, when you see Brynn on your carpool day, you will not believe how good she looks. When we took her to the ER, they just kept talking about the scars on her face and how there are treatments that she can do down the road that will help with them. 10 days later, her scabs are almost gone. Last week, she couldn't open her eye because it was swollen shut. Today, she doesn't even have remnants of a black eye. It is all gone. They had her on concussion protocol because they couldn't believe someone could hit that hard and not have brain trauma. And yet she's totally fine. I said, it has been so many miracles in the last week. And it has been so incredible to watch. The miracles just kept coming as I was looking hard for them. And sometimes I didn't even have to look hard. Remember how I mentioned that her, a broken nose, they told us in the ER after they did x-rays and MRIs and all the things that her nose was broken. And they told us we could do surgery on it when the swelling went down. And so we went into our ENT follow-up appointment. She's, the ENT saw Bryn right after the wreck and said, okay, everything's too swollen. We've got to give it some time to go down. 
We went to our follow-up appointment just a few weeks later and he looked at the x-ray and said, it's completely healed. Her nose healed itself. Her body healed her nose. And so no surgery is needed. And then also, do you remember that retainer that I mentioned that she had just got? Well, they were able to mold her new teeth using that retainer. And so her new teeth were identical to her old teeth, so much so that her retainer still fit. She didn't need a new one, which is incredible. Like, I just can't even believe that everything that fell right into place the way that it needed to. And so... If anything, what I learned to take away from that is if we want to see more miracles in our lives, we just have to choose to look for them. But that's really easier said than done. There are times where it's not fun to look for the miracles. And there are times where I wish I didn't have to look for them. I wish they would just pop up and just be that easy for me to see. But it's a choice. And it's a choice that we have to choose every day. I think that we could also say it as if we want to see more of Jesus in our lives. We have to choose to look for him every day. That line that I heard from the conference that my church put on the day after Brindley's wreck, that line of seek and expect miracles, just is always ringing in my head. I think of it all the time. But I looked up the word seek because I thought, okay, what does that really mean? And so here's the definition of seek, to pursue, to chase, to search for, to hunt for, to look for, to chase down, to forage for, to scout, try to find. And I loved this line too. It said, to see is just to open your eyes, but to seek is to take action and go to work. Oh, I loved that because I sometimes wish it was so easy to just see that all I had to do was open my eyes and that miracle was right in front of me. But it's an action word. We have to seek. We have to chase it down. We have to search for, we have to hunt for those miracles. We can expect them, but we have to do the work to look for them. Like I was saying, it was really hard sometimes to wake up and to choose to look for those miracles because I could have chosen to look for a lot of the bad stuff that was going on too. The bills that we had to cover, the bike that was wrecked, Brinley's sweet face, her teeth, all this. The, we, I had to take her to um, a dermatologist because she had asphalt embedded in her skin. And she had to have it extracted little piece by little piece. And it was so painful to watch. And there were times where I was like, oh, this is just so hard. This is not what I have time for. This is not what I want to be dealing with. But then I had to really remember to choose to look for the miracles, to remember that, holy cow, this could have been so much worse. She didn't have a helmet on. I know that it doesn't always work out this way when there are bike accidents, but I'm lucky to even just have her here. But it was a choice to see it that way. I love the line where your focus goes, energy flows. And so what is it that you're focusing on? Are you choosing to focus on miracles? Are you looking at something else? 
it's really easy to focus on the hard and on the ugly and on this big scary stuff that happens in our lives every day. I just feel like we're bombarded with it. But I do love the scripture, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. You probably know this one by heart, but it's one I fall back on all the time. And I have since I was like 12 years old. This is one that I actually had on a piece of paper and taped on the wall in my bedroom as a young girl and as a teenager. And I don't think I understood it quite back then. But the scripture says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. I love the beautiful words of scripture, but I always love to put them in words that I understand. I always tell my kids, like I dumb it down to what somebody in 2023 would understand. And so I see it as this. If you trust God with all of you, with your heart, your mind, your body, your soul, because you are so full of trust for him, you won't lean on your own understanding. You won't lean on you and your brain trying to figure it out. Here's the thing. If you don't lean on your own thoughts and how you think it should go, it's a lot easier to see God. And if you see God and if you keep your focus on God, you'll see how he is directing your path. You'll see how he is using you. You'll see what he wants to do with you. And you might only just see one tiny step at a time. I wish we all knew the end from the beginning. It would be so much easier that's not what life is about. And that wouldn't require any faith. And so if God directs your paths, and if you trust that, then you can trust that direction with all of your heart. Now, I am someone, I am definitely a believer. I am a faith-filled, 100% believe everything. I am a very gullible person, sometimes to my own detriment. But even as someone who is so full of faith and belief like I am, even that can be hard for me to just let go and let God, to trust God all with all of me. Trust in that faith is so hard because it doesn't always look the way we think it's supposed to or the way that we wish it would go. And sometimes we get the miracle, the one that we pray so hard for, and sometimes we don't. And I don't quite understand why those times we don't get it. And I don't understand why some people do and some people don't. But this is what I do know. That there is a purpose in all of it. And there's a path for each of us. And that path has been laid out. We just have to be willing to take the next step forward believing that he has us. I know that this conversation is so different than anything else that we have shared before on this podcast, but I just felt like as moms, we get to witness miracles every day, every day. And some are so tiny and some are humongous. But I wanted to extend the invitation to you to just keep looking for the miracles Focus on the good. Seek out and expect amazing things to happen. We can expect those miracles to happen. 
and it might not always go as we hope it would, but I know it will always turn out exactly how it's supposed to. I would love to hear if you have had any miracles happen in your life as a mom or just as a woman. And, and if you would like to share those, head over to Instagram and let's keep that conversation going. You can join us at Table Talk for Moms. That's over on Instagram. Or you can leave us a comment at Six Sister Stuff. We would just love to hear if you've had any miracles happen in your life um, that you would love to share. But thank you so much for being here. We just are so grateful for this community and so grateful just for the chance that we have to, to have a platform to have these types of conversations. Thanks for joining me today and we'll see you next time. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.